Welcome to this week's episode of Esports Wrap. I'm your host, Michael Amorgan, and with us this week, we have a very special guest on the show. His name is Fox. He is also the host, or of the hosts, of Bahama Gamer Network, and he's also a local game developer here in the Bahamas. Hey, Dwight, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me on the show. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. A little tired. I was out all day, but I'm pretty good. So, Dwight, to start off, well, do you want to let every, anyone know like what it is that you do at either Bahama Gamers or what you do with the uh, game development? Well, I've been... Uh, game development has been a hobby for about 10 years, and it's, um, I was a gamer before that. Then I switched over more to game development uh it's been a hobby basically i'm start i'm trying to put it into a profession but that's gonna take one good game i guess <laughs> and um uh it was when, when we was in when i was in school in long island they didn't have any it or anything like that and i didn't get to go to college because my parents were that wealthy and plus i had a lot of medical bills or whatever so i had to self I had to be, teach myself computers and game development, and that's why for 10 years it took me a while to get to the place where other people were if they went to college for like three or four years. And, and because of that experience personally, I always tried to uh, get other people to, you know, go out there and learn things without having to say, oh, I don't, I can't go to college, or oh, I can't learn this, or oh, it's too difficult, you know. And, I just like to spread my story, bring people together, um, talk to different gamers and see what they're doing, what their talents is and stuff. And that's really what the Bahamas Gamers Network was about, bringing all the communities together um, and not just concentrating on the fact that they game. You know, that's the key feature for other stuff they do too. That makes sense. And... Just based off of how people actually go about learning stuff like that, like I know a lot of people actually prefer persons that take the initiative to learn from themselves instead of just taking like a three to four year course. Because not only are you not just following a curriculum, you're actually having to go out there, put in the drive, look up the information and actually learn it yourself. Meaning you have to fully understand it. And it's not just something like your professor said, here's a line of code, make sure you include this inside the, the script. Yeah, I um, there's a point I like to make a lot to people is um, there's a lot of trial and error in learning these type of things too. I mean, basically in coding, when you code any new lines of code, uh, you have to go back over it and make sure you didn't make any mistakes and then you have to test the code. So it's a lot of trial and error. It even comes the game development, you have to, to create projects and play around with things and fail a lot and get frustrated a lot and stay up a lot and fall asleep at your computer. Now, that's maybe just me, but. <laughs> but I mean, I, kudos to you. Seriously. I'm, I'm trying to learn how to build apps and stuff like that. And I'm not going to school for that. I'm trying to learn that by myself. And that's no easy. And then coding for games is easy. 
you also have to learn how to do visuals and stuff like that as well on top of just the regular coding so i've seen your stream and you're doing a mixture of all of that so in all honesty kudos and <laughs> there's no better way i could really say it. yeah um i uh, work next to an office and the girls they sometimes look at what i do and they and they're like you know you're smart and they they they, they try to tell me that you people tell me they're amazed by it and whatever but one thing about me is like i never fully see it myself until i go and and look at my previous videos from like 10 years ago and my new and i'd be like wow yeah i've been putting in some time and it's been it's been you know changing the way i do things and things are looking more professional and and the good thing about it is, is where I had to struggle with not being that professional and learning from the basics straight up to, to the more professional stuff and different languages. Um, if I want to do something simple, I can do it. Some people, when they go to college, they're taught one way, they're taught one language, they're, they're, and they're like kind of stuck in that art style, coding style, or that particular. And when they need to switch it up to do something different, they may, like all their work starts to look the same. <laughs> yeah, because they're learning from the same teacher, essentially. Mm -hmm. they're, they're copying what the teacher does in that sense, or what the teacher mm -hmm. knows. I remember, I remember there was a, it's not really gamer related, but it's, um, I self-taught myself in tech and games and all type of other things. Um, when I was working at a tech company down here, this guy was trying to fix the computer and, and he couldn't get it fixed. And I was like, you know, you need to go into a command and do this and, and that. And he was, he didn't even know what command was. He was taught from a teacher to do everything with like wires of programs and, and like depend on these applications and stuff and didn't know how to go in and change the things itself using command. and. <laughs> That's not fun, especially when it sounds like it was networking a little bit or. Yeah, he didn't even know how to do like the, you know, the net thing where you um, ping computers and stuff. Wow. <laughs> okay. Because he was taught to use an application. He was never used to taught to use the command prompt. I was like, what if you have to uh, go into uh, safe mode windows or something like, you know, and, and, and the thing about it is, even if you're taught a way, why didn't he go in and research something himself and learn a different way? And um, since that's technically was on, let me get back to games. Gamers tend to do that sometimes too. Like they, yep. they follow uh, what other gamers are doing, what fighting style they are using, what techniques they're using, and stick to that instead of trying things for themselves and, and trying to make their strategy unique, you know? That's why it's always great to, in games, figure out different techniques, try out the different things, even if you fail. Like, um, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to use this time to segue into the main topic, which is Soul Calibur. Mm -hmm. um, Soul Calibur came out two weeks ago, and I'll admit, some of my co-hosts and I were playing against one another. And, you know, one of them, Chris, who, if you're watching, then you guys probably know who he is, then... He and I were on even footing. Dwan, who is the usual co-host that I have for esports rap, whooped my behind ten to two. 
mainly because uh, she can argue this if she wants. I don't know if she's actually listening right now. Um, but it's because of a particular like combination where you do your supers against one another. And she would always tr- turn and kick me in my back. And I have yet to figure out how to stop that and parry it. And so she just keeps do- doing it. <laughs> it slightly triggers me <laughs> at this point. But it's things like that. Learning different techniques, learning how to go against different maneuvers and stuff like that. That's the whole game about it. Like You were, you were going to say? Yeah, and switching it up. Being able to switch it up. That's that's totally key with, like, especially fighter games. And I know Soul Calibur has actually been around since 1995, if I remember correctly. And, you know, the basic premise of the game is... Hey, matches in roll. I hope I did not aim. Welcome to the stream. <laughs> Uh, so that said, the basic premise behind uh, Soul Calibur is essentially it's a sword that's be- developed a spirit of its own. It comes from the Japanese uh, folklores of inanimate objects developing after a long period of time of them being used, um, their own egos or mm-hmm. uh, spirits, essentially. And, you know, at this point, you know, some people are kind of going like, what? That sounds <laughs> kind of weird. Um, but that's that's a whole culture thing over there. Like, there are brooms that will have their own, like, egos. There are, like, tea- look at Beauty and the Beast. You had a flipping teacup and, like, a shelf oh, and a candle. An entire castle full of stuff <laughs> that was moving around by itself. And <laughs> this essentially goes along that same idea. Now, the thing about it is you have two weapons. You have Soul Edge, which is the like more negative energy weapon. And then you have Soul Calibur, which is made by the hero king of that way back time. And is more like a holy weapon. And so that's, that's the one that the game's actually named after, the holy weapon. But the main one that you see is the negative one, especially with one of the more, well, I should a, a character that was introduced back when I was a kid. Then again, the game came out when I was a kid, so that doesn't really give a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> but his name's Nightmare. He's the sword essentially corrupted him, made him like because he wasn't so Thanks. great in the head anyway. My favorite character. <laughs> How is he your favorite character? Like he him and Siegfried. Well, okay, Siegfried, isn't Siegfried the same as Nightmare? He's just Nightmare's the corrupted version? Uh, I like that from Eddie. I thought Siegfried was uh, Nightmare's. <laughs> <laughs> Still learning things these days. <laughs> but, um, I mean, that's that. I always thought that, because, I mean, it's Siegfried who got corrupted, and then, like, Nightmare came about. So I always put it as, you know, that's the same person kind of thing. But Nightmare has always been an annoying character to face just because of his range. Yeah. But the also bad thing about it is like how slow he is in comparison. Mm -hmm. 
By the way, I also noticed that Edward Daxon is also on. Welcome to the stream. Yeah, I'm sharing it out to, to a couple people. Um, they came on before I shared it. I'm not going to take credit to <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I know these names from your stuff, so <laughs> I know these are still your guys. But, um... Yeah, the, the thing is, um, we just spoke about Soul Calibur. We spoke about Soul Calibur today and the other day. And and the thing is, that, tell, that game is such a solid fighting game. Tell, I literally didn't play story. I, I just love and stuff. And that's why I don't know a lot of the things that, that you mentioned and what Eddie mentioned about Siegfried, I just like I like this character and the, and the, <laughs> the map, it was like when I played um I, I think I played it for the first time in Arcade so but and then I I didn't get into it much then because the line was always long um, but I got it for Dreamcast and ah. man that just changed things in long island we used to play model combat and them and everybody used to be like projectiles and stuff and all that and when we got soul cover it's like man this game you gotta you gotta use strategy you can't just go yeah. one thing after the next spawning button mashing no you had to go low you had to go high you had to sidestep it, it's a really great game and it was so great that I didn't even read none of the stories or something. We used to play hundreds and hundreds of matches on, on a Saturday evening and Sunday evening. <laughs> yeah. Dwight Lightborn is saying that um, there's some slight audio problems. And I'm noticing like you're clipping out every once in a while um, as you're talking. Hands up. <laughs> um, but no, oh. I, I completely agree with you with that. Like, um, I know the first time I played Soul Calibur was... <laughs> actually in uh i think it was called sammy's in the in my in florida sammy no or sam's warehouse i think that was they were showing it off <laughs> and it was just a bunch of kids playing the game as like parents going about doing the shopping and whatnot and boy if i didn't spend muscly like an hour just playing that game play versus the other kids i fell in love with that game that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when i got that on 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 a, a Dreamcast, the very first weekend when I invited all my friends over, and all us basically sucked at it. It's still, I still, and it was a beautiful game. Dreamcast, it was beautiful on Dream. There were a lot of great games on Dreamcast. I'm, I'm a little sad that they aren't really here nowadays. Well, Sega, that mm -hmm. is, in terms of the console war, but. I mean, they made some really good stuff back in the day. Look at Sonic. Sonic was... Sonic had just, just yeah. And, like, everyone was talking about Sonic back then. At least back when I was a kid. So much nowadays. Bad, but... Kind of how hmm. things... But... Um, sorry, go on. I just... Uh, I think Windows might have been doing an update in the background maybe that's why i was clipping it and out there um oh, so what i did is i disabled all my background processes so hopefully it'll be better. actually yeah you you do sound a lot better right now mm -hmm. um eddie's saying yeah nightmare is siegfried Dwayne's saying that he still has the original dreamcast wow yeah. wow uh, well um 
I don't know if you watched the show where I was uh, making Eddie shame, where I was bragging about the fact that I have 35 consoles in my collection. Wait, wait, wait. How many? 35. <laughs> 3 5? 35. 3 5. <laughs> Holy crap, dude. I have three uh, gaming rigs PC <laughs> and a gaming laptop and a VR setup. Yeah, and a Nintendo Switch. <laughs> I'm pretty much covered. Um, the only th I, it, it's, you know, the joke I always make is it's easier for me to tell you which consoles I don't have. <laughs> I have had a lot of consoles over the years, but okay. So for example, I had, um, I actually had an Atari back in the day. Um, and then I had one it was long gray. You lift up the top cartridge. I don't know why I forget anyway. the original Nintendo, the NES. <laughs> yes the nes oh my gosh how did that yes the nes i had that as well um, don't talk about games anymore <laughs> i don't know how i forgot the name nes um but like i've then i went on a little break and i just were playing my friends games and stuff like that and now it's moved to the more like the switch the ps4 the nintendo 3ds uh PC was has been my main gaming system for close to a decade now. Um, you know, games along those nature. Well, uh, me, I started out by inheriting. Uh, well, it, well, one of my older cousins, uh, he's actually was the owner of Fox Locks Minton Travel Park. He uh he left his Atari twenty six hundred in Long Island and he moved and I sort of wake, and the only game that was on it was ET. So I inherited 2600 with ET. Nice. <laughs> and I still killed that. And then finally, <laughs> finally, I was able to get um, what it name, what it name, Missile Command. Mm. That was the shit. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and um, then went on to Nintendo. So you were saying you went on to Nintendo. I ran on to Nintendo, then I ran on to Sega Genesis, then Super Nintendo, then um, N64, then Dreamcast, and then PlayStation. And then it was all PlayStation for a while. So no GameCube up in there? I didn't get GameCube when it was out. I got GameCube after the fact. I got Wii after the fact also. I got the Wii mainly because it could play, and, uh, play emulators on it. Yeah, I, I got the Wii U mainly for the the ability to do that, but also some of the games like Super Smash and other stuff like that. I wanted to play with friends and stuff like that. That's the real I reason why got I got Wii, that one. I got a Wii U because I thought it was cool as hell with the handheld screen. That was. I was... <laughs> uh, I'm a little disappointed with how the Switch went and that they... Now you can't really have that if you want it up on the TV, but at the same point, I kind of understand like the necessity of just being able to just like carry it around yeah. like that. Yeah. In many times the wife was sleeping and, and, um, and because I, because I still had, I still was playing VU because Zelda came out on VU. That's what real revival me playing it. And I just sit there playing it on the game pad with headphones. <laughs> I played 
Breath of the Wild on this one. By the way, Dwight, you're asking why no one's talking about Red Dead Redemption 2? Yeah. Um, it's too good. <laughs> we did an episode about that. I think that was three weeks ago before it came out. And so there's probably going to be a follow-up episode a little bit later on. Um, like once we've actually gotten a little bit further into it, because most of us are only still into like the second or third chapter. And there's like eight chapters in this game. So I don't want to just like have an episode, like an episode again without us actually knowing everything that happens in this game. Yeah. There. My my Michael likes to play his games. What he talk about? I bring people to play the games. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I I pre-ordered Red Dead. I downloaded it, and I have not booted it since it came available since what Friday. <laughs> yep. Which is which is sad you need to but play that's it. that's like yeah but it's like the same thing with um uh Her horizon. horizon dawn yeah what i did is i waited until i had like nothing on my schedule or whatever and i took it to the office and i just played it for a whole week <laughs> <laughs> so because i wanted to sit down and appreciate it i still didn't get too far because that game is very big um it was it i so i like to sit down and appreciate them so i kind of wait until i got a good free time to play um red dead isn't much to say other than freaking one of the best games out right <laughs> it's yeah it definitely is there's some little quirks here and there but some of the interactions are just insane um i don't want to get too much into it because i still want to save some of these things for the episode but like okay. you have bucks which are like the male deers fighting each other killing each other and then one of the one that's still alive has to now entangle its horns from the dead one before it could run away like just having the coding requiring just for that simple interaction oh believe me you're talking to a coder because exactly. <laughs> we had a kid on my show and he was talking about frames per second frames per second i was like dude you know how much things has to be done within a frame per second it's it's really a lot. reading the code actually making sure everything's moving properly not stuttering not bugging out optimization then the actual displaying for it and make, making sure that it's all like being contained properly yeah drawing it uh making sure that uh you know tracking all the objects where they are and how far they is from the camera and all that's and like you said, keeping those scenarios going on in the background. So when you come up on a scenario, it's not, it doesn't look as scripted. Exactly. But it's easier for games like Soul Calibur to do that kind of stuff because it's all contained. And it's, it's not open world. You're just, you know, you're fighting against someone. The most story that actually happens, it's either you are watching a visual it's almost like a visual novel in a sense where it shows like a person pops up text next person pops up text and then you might end up inside of a fight somewhere <laughs> but that's how soul caliber is it's it's a fighting game it's not there so much for this like the value with its like movability it has a solid story and it's it's built up over over a decade now of mm -hmm. story um, from the original uh, game that came out, which was the arcade game, which then they put it over to PlayStation. Um, 
which I killed back in the day when there were arcades here. And the good thing about it is uh, it has all that story and stuff if you really get into it, but it also allows for someone to just sit down and jam one session and that's it. And they get the good experience right there and then they move on. And that's what I like about Soul Calibur. And it, it does intimidate uh, a lot of newcomers because it's such a like sidestepping and, and and all that and different web really uh decide what character you're gonna go against what character you know it's, exactly. it's, it's the balance it's it's balanced i wouldn't say it's unbalanced but you you if you pick a certain character you're gonna have difficulty beat a particular character yeah um, you said it with nightmare nightmare um even though he has that long sword or whatever he had uh he isn't as fast and then you could come in with maxi and beat him up at the nunchucks but then the problem with maxi is maxi doesn't take off much life with his combos exactly. so you got to come in a lot and nightmare just swing one big sword and knock you halfway so it's a it's a lot of balancing going on it's almost back in the day when i was trying to get one of my boys to play it i was like it's almost like you're literally in the night with your fence enough yep. <laughs> like you have to watch your opponent really good and see what and and like what he's gonna do and, and know how to counter it. And it's not even just that. Sometimes you have to be careful of what you are doing yourself. For example, mm -hmm. um, my my co-host Chris, he and I were fighting and he was playing um, Kalim. I remember that server. And essentially, she's a very fast character, like among the fastest in the game. And I was playing, I forget exactly who, but anyway, he jumped, like he was trying to do a jump attack and I was at the edge of the ring. <laughs> he jumped over me and ended up in a ring out. And this is like me not even touching him. Like I didn't even. Sorry for that folks. We had a technical difficulty and we're back. Uh, we will be looking into that issue and so keep an eye out for that in the future for that not to happen <laughs> but um oh okay for some reason it had my uh sound off for you but yeah um right so before we had the technical difficulty what exactly were we talking about again <laughs> good luck remembering that i know right um from what i remember though we're talking about the differences oh right i said how my friend had jumped over me and you know yeah, having to be, yeah and having to be careful about like even how you yourself play it's not just a situation where you know you have to watch others if you act up and try to be a little overzealous you can end up outside of the ring as well so yeah. it's always it's always something to keep in mind and a lot of fighters um they um they're so used to you know the um the environment being clamped it gets them a bit when they go into a game where you can actually get ringed out and I, I and I've had a lot of people who, who started like playing it, never played it before. It was like 
surprised by that when I send him flying off the stage. <laughs> Which Nightmare was very good at doing with that big sword. <laughs> yes, he was. Yes, yes, he was. Um, especially when it comes down to the fact that, you know, like you said, it was very good at doing with that big sword. <laughs> he, uh, uh, I'm hearing feedback on me just saying, it. yeah, I opened it up by accident and it still came yeah. up. Sorry about that. But, um, like you were saying, he has some major damage that he does because that's the type of character that he is. You've got fast characters, you've got medium characters, you've got slow characters, but they all kind of balance themselves out based on how they actually play and what weapons they have and sure there's story modes that you can play and the story mode is actually kind of interesting yeah um and it like allows you to learn about all the different characters and their stories which is something i think that's new to soul caliber 6 it's definitely new to me um and i i know i was enjoying that um, I, I'm I'm gonna get Soul Calibur. Just I just wait a while when games like that come out, um, because sometimes they have to do patches and stuff, especially fighting games when it comes to balance and stuff. And then they also release DLC characters and stuff. I like to get like the the ultimate condition or the complete edition. I know there was one character that was not coming out within the normal roster but it came out the same day if you had the season pass and so that was a little weird i'll admit I, I, i'm getting some like bam or something feedback on the other side actually the fan i'm making this <laughs> i'm about to tell the wife he tried to kill me <laughs> But, um, yeah, so they have a story mode. They have the actual just, like, you fight. You do, like, the the missions, essentially, and you fight people to, like, finish the the missions out of it. It's kind of weird, like, because you've got a story, which actually you learn about the characters, and then you have, like, the progression side where you just go through fighting the characters. And then you've got the arcade side, which mm -hmm. is, like, like how they have it in the arcade. You fight against other characters or other people or whatnot and then they have like with the arcade i'm sorry they have the online version where you can either make it private and play against friends on psn or local whichever one you want to do or you can play against anyone else out there quite literally anyone else they can pop inside your room if it's public and fight you so i guess that is restricted as nintendo isn't that quick <laughs> no not by far <laughs> Uh, a lot of those, a lot of those features you mentioned were in um like like Mortal Kombat and Thingam games for years. Like I know Mortal Kombat had a conquest mode and stuff and a crypt. The new one didn't have and the new one had like a full fledged movie story mode, which was all it. Considering that they actually had like developed movies for it, like I think it's a little bit about time that they actually like put a little bit more investment in, especially like oh. such a a branded name like Mortal. Kombat. Yeah, it was a reboot too. It was a new studio, so of course they probably just gave all the fans the stuff they was acting about. 
That's yeah, that's a fair point as well. I didn't consider it like that. Um though, you know, Soul Calibur, it's Soul Calibur has not my memory been around as long but they've still been around long enough that i'm actually a little surprised there hasn't been a movie about them mm -hmm. um don't think well let me double check that any um, low budget one <laughs> <laughs> like dead or alive had a movie uh yeah no <laughs> uh okay yeah no they they have not actually had a movie per se there is a soul caliber and during spring 2001 samo hung committed to the movie adaptation um movie was set starring taiwanese popular actress so forth mm. but i haven't i don't really Yep, the movie is likely in development hell, like the Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid movie and the Halo movie. <laughs> yeah. I'll wait till I see the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> that will probably never happen at this point. You know, that's actually fairly, that's a fairly good point you have there, Dwight. Sorry, not Dwight, mm -hmm. Dwayne. Um, Soul Calibur's storyline is really all over the place. They have a general synopsis and I, the what i liked about soul caliber 6 is the fact that they actually gave it more of a direction like they actually made a storyline that enveloped other characters and you can play through their stories as well to get a overall understanding of the entire thing and the game actually starts out with the introduction of what soul caliber is all about um, even the corruption elements, Siegfried getting corrupted to become Nightmare, like all that kind of stuff. Like that, I found that to be a really nice aspect of the game. Um, one that I have, I, I don't remember seeing in any of those other Soul Calibur games out there. Um, and so in that sense, I think they're actually trying to, bless you, I think they're trying to rectify that with this new game. Um... But overall, though, like, we've had, let me see, we've had Soul Edge, which is the original weapon, uh, that was the arcade version of the Soul Calibur series, um, then Soul Calibur, the actual game, like, the, the Dreamcast version, which was 1998, Soul Calibur 2, 2002, 3, 2005, Legends, which is 2007, which is on the Wii, which was a spinoff title. Um, there was four, which is on PlayStation and Xbox 360 back in 2008. Then there I was, did. sorry, what? I didn't like five. You didn't? Why didn't you like five? I don't know. I, I can't remember. That's then that's the right there. Show she's on the, <laughs> <laughs> I tried to get back into it with five and I don't know if I picked the right one to try to get back in. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I know there was some, not everyone was all for five, much like how not everyone's all for Street Fighter five. Street Fighter five was junk. It was, <laughs> they released it with 20% 20, 20 game, tried to patch everything on top of it after they released that. Ah, uh, it just said this is uh, for all ages, so I won't do my angry video game version <laughs> of that. 
But um, eventually, Street Fighter became some five became a sensible game, and that's actually Street Fighter Five is one of those games that caused me to have to wait for Soul Calibur and other games, just because when I bought that, I was so disappointed <laughs> at that point. <laughs> Ouch. I don't want to buy a game, a pre-order fighting game, no more after that. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, so when I mentioned earlier, I was waiting on Soul Calibur and all the DLC, it was, that was part of the reason. And then also Mortal Kombat was another one because uh, I bought the Mortal Kombat regular and then I had to rebuy the XL with Fred, um, Alien and all that. Ah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a little weird. Um, I, I don't mean, you know, I don't understand yeah. why they do it like that sometimes. I mean, I understand money. It comes down to money. It always comes down to money. Yeah, and then what? It, it comes down to money, but at the same point, like you say, releasing a 20, 20% game, not <laughs> actually really developed. Like, there has to be a sensible reasoning. And yeah. just. But um, look at the credits of those games. It's like hundreds of people working on this project for like five years. They got to pay them, so they trying to get as much money as quick as possible. <laughs> that's the sad thing about it. Like, that's not how you should be building your games. <laughs> like, that's not how games were originally done. Like, you made the game, you sold the game, it was fully developed, mm -hmm. and you move forward. And nowadays, it's... Like little patches here and there, just like what um, you're saying, what Dwayne's saying, like with these one-day patches. Well, uh, I'm not microtransactions. I'm, I'm not against day one patches because as a developer, I know uh, it's very, very, very difficult to iron out all the kinks. And as soon as you release it to people, and you think all those kinks iron, they just like they rumble it back up again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is true. This is true. I've seen a number of games roll up these one day patches and well day one patches and 18 gigs. Yeah. Pretty much almost the entire game just is getting like fixed in a sense. Yeah. But what, what Capcom did with street fighter five was just, that was just like, they didn't even care. Seem like to me it's like, they wanted to get that game out there for the competitive players as quick as possible and screw everybody else who actually plays it for other content. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much, um, which is why I liked, I didn't really agree with what they did with how they're restricting the roster, but I understand what they're doing with Soul Calibur. Like they have a good roster right now and they're going to be adding people over time. Mm -hmm. But at the same point, like people were a little miffed in the fact that the same day the game is coming out, there's now this locked character that you cannot play unless mm -hmm. you get the season pass. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a, and then the companies doing that foolishness too, like season passes and uh, and um, um, what the next one is like DLC packs, and they're announcing these before the game is released. So that yep. means they already created these things. You know, in Mortal Kombat, they discovered that the characters were already there in the game from day one. They just locked them up. For DLC later, maybe they weren't complete with all the move sets and stuff. But if you're gonna put all that effort into to developing those characters that early in development, just release them with the original game. I agree. <laughs> but then again, there are games that like have these characters that 
like were never really finished and they're just like still there in the game files Mm -hmm. and like people go digging and find them and it's like oh look at this cool thing that was never released and it's been like <laughs> eight years later and it's like and this yeah. is never gonna come out anymore <laughs> so there's people digs in games a lot these days like you can't leave nothing left behind i mean they they dissected the ish out of um grand theft auto oh, five yeah. oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> now um soul caliber six yes um I will be buying it. I definitely want to buy it. It's a beautiful game. I've always liked Soul Calibur, and it it must have did something right to get an 8.9 on IGN because they kill rate games so low. <laughs> well, I mean, it, uh, I, mm, I have some problems between them, Kotaku, and a few other places. <laughs> a lot of people tend to consider, you know, they rate high when they get paid. <laughs> the IG, I mean, um, actually, credits and rating these days is a bunch of foolishness. Because if I'd have went by ratings for um several movies this year, I wouldn't have watched. If I'd have went by ratings several games this year, I wouldn't have downloaded. If I'd have went by ratings and these games that I enjoyed and movies that I thoroughly enjoyed. This is actually true. Did you know? And this is more for the local populace. Did you know that Galleria took away? every single oscar nominee movie that we had like just last week they they got rid of them all and the ones that you know are that people were hoping would come up nah <laughs> we, we're not getting the good stuff <laughs> yeah well um i mean i only go to theater probably every now and then anyway when Satan movies come out it seems to be mainly uh, superhero movies these days that get me out. Yep. Fantastic oh. Beasts is the next one that's going to get me out. Yes. That one. That one's going to be a beauty. <laughs> so, um, getting back to Soul Calibur, yes, I haven't played 6. I'm definitely going to get it eventually and play it because I love Soul Calibur. And 6 is, six is uh, like revitalized and I see all the articles now about how it's it, the soul still burns it's, you know it's a retold thing or whatever and it's doing really well compared to the other soul calibers recent ones yeah um because i think the most recent one that was not a mobile game because it was soul caliber unbreakable soul which is on ios um was lost soul lost swords which was on the playstation network as a free-to-play game based on soul caliber 5 yeah, One World Fusion Superplex, where the standard ticket is $14. Galleria gone down to like $9. Yep. I don't know why they would put their standard ticket at $14. At least offer an option that is equal to your competitors. I know there's new seats and new Fiat and stuff, and, and you don't want people coming in and destroying your stuff if you're giving the cheap price. But, I mean, at least if you go to uh, Wendy's, and then you go to McDonald's, the, some of the prices are very similar for certain items. It's, it's not like everything at Wendy's is higher than every <laughs> McDonald's. Well, I mean, I think part of it is because of the experience. Like, I was able, I'm getting into another topic here, but I was, it, my co host and I were able to go in before, take a look at the setup. But again, they were still setting it up. 
Yeah, I'm not disputing that it's definitely a newer and different experience, but uh, I was just saying that they should have offered uh, a, a standard rate that was very close to, you know, the competitor. I completely agree with that. Um, I think their thing is, you know, they have the IMAX name or the I, and they're, so they're trying to give like a certain level up there. Um, but again, like you said, that's their standard one. That's not their IMAX, which is, so they have standard, if I remember correctly, there's like three or four different levels and standard is the base one, which is, you can typically yeah. go to like the movie, like Galleria here and watch stuff on. So I'm a, and, and I'm Don in the company that I'm just saying in the States where I went, there was IMAX places that had their regular standard for like 650. So you had the IMAX choice. Or you had just the regular ticket choice if you didn't want to go through the whole IMAX experience. Exactly. So... Um, also, also while we on them, I'm not going to say the name again, but uh, um, I heard about they was having an eSports arena or something out there too. Hopefully so Caliber end up there. I don't know if I'm correct, but that's what I heard in the grapevine a little while back. Hmm. I know that it sounded like they were interested in doing their own stuff i can't say more than that i i don't want to get into trouble with the persons who i know there mm -hmm. um but i know they were trying to do some of their it sounded like they were trying to do some of their own stuff while also yeah but it yeah, don't get available like I, I, I don't got in trouble with them <laughs> <laughs> but um i mean overall the place is gorgeous I, I I see myself spending a lot of time in their arcade that they have there as well. Oh, definitely. I'm, and they actually close to where I live, so I'm definitely going to hit up. Uh, it, well, I'm one of the people who don't go out that often anyway, but I do occasionally go out and, and have different experiences. So I definitely hit. And um, speaking of the Soul Calibur, I think the guys who was on the show today mentioned that they were going to have a possibly have a tournament for soil caliber also cool the only thing um, that i have though with an issue with soul caliber is right now it seems like the the moves aren't as fluid as they normally are like mm -hmm. if you are trying to go low and dodge and block and stuff like that it's not necessarily as responsive as say other games or even past soul caliber game that's my only yeah once you're caught in a combo as well like you can stay stuck in a combo for like 15 seconds 20 seconds unless they they mess up with their combo and the thing is that going back to when i first played it uh really stuck really played it was on the dreamcast it was so fluent on the dreamcast it was like it was like uh just perfection <laughs> <laughs> but i mean that was optimized for back then. There's more graphics now, so it's more intensive. So, I mean, I can understand, like, how it would be a little slower. Um, it's very difficult to optimize games these days. And it's very different, difficult to please everybody because people are so picky. Exactly. Like my friend, I'm sure he didn't intentionally try to jump out and ring himself out. <laughs> <laughs> but but I love it when it happens. A good laugh. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, but um, 
I used to play on Dreamcast, and I used to play one of my cousins, and he lived right next door in Long Island. And like, say, I think our record for amount of matches in one evening was uh, this was like from twelve o'clock in the day straight to like nine, ten o'clock. We had like two hundred matches, and <laughs> and we used to be like we used to be like dead even. Like it'll we'll always eat only win by one or two bottles. <laughs> And that, that used to be, I mean, people would think that that's just crazy to sit there and play all that time, you know, uh, but we just, me and him was such good. Uh, he was such a good uh, opponent for me. And and the same thing with me against him. Hell, it, it was like watching, like, I don't even know what to say. It was like, it was watching like it was rehearsed. How we used to, mm. how we knew what we was gonna do, and it was like it was awesome. Because I, I, nine hours in, you you already starting to understand like how the other person moves and everything like yeah. that. And he was talking about a back kick. Um, he he used to play with the little gal with the short sword, and she oh. had a back kick too, which was annoying as hell. You didn't know exactly when that was coming. <laughs> <laughs> it was very hard to know when it was coming. <laughs> Yeah, but I had Waldo for her. I used to go Waldo down in that uh, mm. 50, shade, 50 Shades of Grey pose. <laughs> and and uh, Waldo, Waldo used to like intimidate. You don't know what he's going to do. It's like right. he, he had moves that literally were just there to, to mess with you. <laughs> I forgot that if you mess up with Waldo's grab, I mean, um, Waldo's grab, it drains your life and gives it to them instead of it draining their life and giving it to you. I, I completely <laughs> forgot about that. And I did the grab and like, I, that hurt. <laughs> that hurt because you were down on solo health. <laughs> and that was like, that's like, there's so much different differences with the characters. It's just, you know, if you, uh, you pick a character is, is, I just think that all, well, I'm still talking about the Dreamcast, which had a limited roster to begin with. But I think every character on that particular game was different and their fighting style was different and they had a little, just, it's just like you, if you, if I played, my cousin who always played with that little game, and then I play one of my friends who played with a different character, if I was already in the groove with my cousin, because the character is so different, I have to freaking go and learn how to deal with him now. Yep. <laughs> Thanks for following Code Breaker. Um, but yeah, I mean, man, this has been this has been a good cast. I we need to have you on for another like episode sometime soon. Mm -hmm. I was um, you see me looking at my screen a lot, but I was trying to bring up uh the the pictures from today. I think. The guys did mention they was doing a Soul Calibur. Possibly, okay. it's in their list of games. Okay. Well, I don't want. I don't. I don't want to do too much internet. But um, you did. You said you didn't get a chance to see the show today. Um, no. I, in that in that particular video, you don't need to watch the whole thing. But in that particular video, in the description, I actually put a link for uh, their group, their page. Okay. So all the information is there if you want to check it out. Yeah, I have, I was, I already, like I said, um, before the show, like I'd already reached out to them, about but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to check that out as well. If, if they actually do decide to go with that. 
But and plus, I ha I had the screen up reading Soul Calibur too because I watched the trailer and what characters they were gonna release, but I hadn't played the game. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so you're gonna be heading to their event? I think that's this Saturday. I or... told him that I I would I was gonna con consider coming out and doing a little like maybe a re remote or something because they was just on my show. Uh, that depends on how my weekend pans out yeah same here because i because but... i because I, I already got sunday uh you know that's for me my show change your wife afterwards <laughs> i gotcha i'm gonna try and head out there though and um you know just play games have fun that's what this whole thing's about so yeah um i would like to thank you for coming on the show um, we're gonna start to wrap up here, but um, mm -hmm. like I said, I do want you to come back for other episodes. I mean, you're always welcome on the show. I I, I want to put that out there. Yeah, you're welcome on our show too. And um, if uh, I'm gonna try to start Red Dead Redemption tomorrow, and if um, whenever you do do the show, hopefully I'll have some gameplay in too. If um, you don't have anyone for that show, you could call me up, or if you have somebody to talk about on that show, let me know when you do it so I could come in the comment section. I mean, you could still be on the show even if I have other people. Like we can, we can make space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I noticed you have a chat up, um, too. That's a Discord chat up on. Well, I'm on Mixer, Periscope, Twitch. Just uh, the restream chat then. Yes, exactly. I haven't integrated the Discord. Um, people typically talk when we're not having the shows in the Discord. So, and they decide to, you know, jump into the stream and actually have their conversations there. I didn't, I haven't integrated that part of it. But I'd like to thank all of our commenters for actually joining in with us. I see some of people have still stuck around to the very end of the stream, even with the technical difficulties that we've had. Uh, <laughs> Dwight, is there anything you want to leave off with before we head off? When I buy Soul Calibur, I get back into it. I can beat all y'all. <laughs> we'll see. Watch <laughs> this now. I'm going to kick his butt. <laughs> yeah, we'll put it up on stream. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this. Um, as always, folks, you know, time to wrap up. And so I'd just like to let you all know, don't forget, eSports Drop will be back. Uh, back next week, the Tuesday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Our other show, More Tech, is going to be on on Thursday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time as well. If you've missed any part of this episode or any of our past episodes, feel free to head to morecookies.com. That's M-O-A-R cookies.com. Or check us out on YouTube. Or, you know, if you listen to podcasts, we're on iTunes. We're on uh, Spotify. We're pretty much anywhere that you listen to your podcasts. Or, you know, just... Plus, you know, just head to our website <laughs> and you can watch everything. Nice. He's showing his uh, Nintendo Switch lanyard. Said you said you showed your Switch. <laughs> <laughs> I have Cappy too. The uh, the Cappy Cap. Oh, nice. <laughs> but until next time, guys, take care.